comfortable right now. You do look a little, it's a little, it's a little bit much. I'm getting overwhelmed by how comfortable you look. This is a professional podcast. Yeah. You're sitting here like we're just going to chop it up. You're being so casual, I'm dying. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Are we starting? Is this the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is the cold open. Yeah. Like the shows. No, I'd say the, I'd say this open is room temperature. At best. Boo. <laughs> I really am in a manic mood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were in such a manic mood yesterday. No. 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 <laughs> yes. No, no, no. She was very depressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, yeah. Um, what, what's everyone doing right now? <laughs> I'm being very comfortable. You're being very comfortable. You're being very sweet. So what's the secondary location? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, what's the move? Yeah, what's the move? <laughs> Guys, what's the move right now? DM for Addy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a weird mood too, dude. What, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Is this how this podcast goes? <laughs> Not usually, actually. No, it's actually. We're Am usually, I just bringing something? You bring something out of energy? us. You bring oh something God, out of you us. Guys. You know. Do you think you bring energy out of people mm. that's unusual for them? Probably. What makes what? you say that? Well, you just asked me that, and it yeah. feels like maybe. What do you What do you feel like you bring out of people? You good? <laughs> Not you saying that's a leading question. <laughs> <laughs> Exhibit A. You what you just said? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a pretty normal question. <laughs> I don't think you'd say that if you didn't think it was true. I think you bring out wonderful energy in, in people. In, you. in me? <laughs> <laughs> There's a... I can't. It doesn't I usually... I feel like, like we need to like run a mile and come back. You know, <laughs> yeah. there's, a lot of, there's a lot of energy that needs to be shaken off, I think. Yeah. yeah. Mm. What's the energy you feel like you bring out in people? Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm a silly girl, mm-hmm. and I like to be silly. Mm-hmm. And I hope I bring out everyone's best self. But I worry that I maybe bring out um, everyone's most mischievous self. I think you're bringing out a mischievous <laughs> side of us a little bit. Yeah, I think everyone's got to ramp up for like a real ride right now. Well, we have a lot on the agenda. We have a lot to talk about. We're gonna we do. talk about who we like and just like first and last names. We're gonna talk. About <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna talk and specifically what we like and don't like about them, including <laughs> physical and emotional <laughs> attributes. And then we're gonna talk about every inside joke Gabby and I have and explain it in a way like over-explain it. Yes. Um, in a way that no one else will connect with. Oh, cause and cause I got a lot. I got a lot of dead space up here. I need it yeah. to be spelled out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, maybe we'll talk about all the times Gabby's shared aspects of her life and I have um, sort of come down hard. <laughs> sort, of, sort of been like, man, rethink that. <laughs> so, oh, and we have to, well, we have to talk about the L word. Oh, we, yes. And we do have to talk about the L word. A very new experience for me. <laughs> Welcome very, to Two Nosy Meerkats. We have a to lot to Meerkats. get through today. We, we've got quite the agenda and, yeah. and genders most of it. And uh, you get there was a little bit of wordplay right there, but let's. Hey, I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm just letting you rock and roll. And hey, I'm rolling. Wait, you want to do our intro? I would love to do the intro. I'd love oh, to introduce. An the there's whole, an intro. It's just mainly an intro for our guest. I'm yes. the guest. You are the guest. <laughs> yes. uh, you know her as one of the co-hosts of Best Night Ever Comedy with previous guest Akshay Sampath. Amazing comedian, please give a round of applause for the fantastic 
Audrey Black. Yeah. (laughs) How are you today? I'm good. You know, I got up. I had toast. I set the fire alarm off. I watched an episode. You set the fire alarm off. That's just like a part of my daily routine. (laughs) (laughs) Is it a sensitive fire alarm or are you the problem? I think it's sort of a magical combination of both. Were you speaking badly about the fire alarm behind its back? I ripped it out of the wall and I like, but I didn't mean to, but it was one of those things where I did after I did it, I was like, maybe I did mean to. Mm. Um, And then it went off anyway. And I thought that ripping it out of the wall would get it to stop. Anyway, it goes off a lot, but it tends to really only go off for me. But I feel like I'm behaving the exact same as my roommates. I don't know what's going on. Oh, Mm. it's a misogynist. Yeah. Or a homophobe. Yeah. Yeah. Could be either. Hey, and marriage made in heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Misogyny and homophobia. Mm, Beautiful. So beautiful. I one time set off a fire alarm because I, um, my friend, I had like a hot, dumb friend in high school. And um, And you have one right here on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) She, uh, she, it was Passover and we were both Jewish and she wanted to put matzah in the toaster. This feels like a euphemism. Um. <laughs> <laughs> she matzah on my toaster. <laughs> Till I strudel. <laughs> and uh, we did it. And um, it almost set my house on fire. And we both just kind of like stared at the flames until my younger sister came over with a fire extinguisher. Oh. So, you, you know the part where you're like, you should rethink your whole life? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you'll get there. I, I think eventually. You'll yeah. get to that point. Yeah. No matzah on her toaster. don't worry we're gonna get you there will i ever do that again (laughs) will i ever have sex again do you think there's so many sad women out there (laughs) just troubled troubled girls name them name them first and last names and like why they're sad and what are their traumas i have a spreadsheet i could just share with you i don't know if we need to like read it out loud Okay, yeah, yeah. Pull it up. Can we, can we link it in the show notes? Spreadsheet of Number all one, sad women. Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Hillary Clinton is not nearly sad enough for me. Yeah. Besides no. the fact that I don't like her. Sexually? Uh, Politically, of course, wonderful. Yeah. But sexually. Yeah. <laughs> Politically, of course, nothing is wrong. Yeah, it's all about... Did you ever... Did, did any political figures ever do it for you? No, I don't think so. Taft. Oh, yeah. <laughs> supposedly uh, I'm related to Zachary Taylor, who was our 16th president, and he died whoa. of a tummy ache. Um, but I oh actually, my God, hot girls have IBS? Yeah, literally. Yeah. But I actually don't know if I think that's... Uh, sometimes my grandma would just say stuff. Like, I don't know if I think that's true, but it's sort of fun. What yeah. else did I, she I say? Would, I would believe it. I would believe it. She just like would sometimes like say we were connected to certain historical events or like say things about her life where I'd be like, you know, you hit 80, you get to lie. You get to lie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. I, I like that. I like it when old people start smoking in their like 70s and 80s. They're oh, like, she smoked the whole time. Oh, she did? <laughs> yeah. Is she still is she still with us? No. Is Can I ask at what smoking. age? Oh. <laughs> what, can I ask at what age she passed? I think a little after she was 80. I don't know. It was four or five years ago. I don't remember okay. exactly what age she was. I mean, yeah, I still think that's a pretty like a good age life. to reach. Yeah. yeah, I do think when you're 80, you get to lie. My grandma is 95, and she doesn't lie enough. I think. Yeah. No. Well, everyone's like, who's gonna fact check you? They all died. Like, you make it to 95, you could say anything about anyone. What are they gonna do? Crawl out of the grave? 
Imagine someone coming across, um, excuse me, um, hello. I was, someone comes out of the grave, I was never your boyfriend. We just hooked up, just hand stuff. And stop saying that <laughs> Crawls back in. Yeah, lies back down, Dracula style, hands over the chest. That's how I do, I want to be buried Dracula style. You wanna Really? Be, do you want any, how like, do you want to die? Long? Oh yeah, how do you want to die? Um, probably like assassination or like mm. a lover murders me. Like in a, either like for revenge or like accidentally in a funny way. Mm. Um, I do think I'd actually probably want to be cremated uh, because coffins are so expensive. Yeah, yeah, and they're ugly. Yeah, yeah, they're not. They're not slimming at all. Yeah, I've never, I've never seen someone look snatched in a coffin. Yeah, and you look at you look into coffins all the time. I do, and I look into looking snatched. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I sleep in a coffin every night. Well, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't that make sense for me? I mean, it's like the sky is blue. Like you sleep in a coffin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bears shit in the woods. Lucas sleeps in a coffin. Do Sorry. bears shit in the woods or do they have a toilet? <laughs> Only when I watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think I'd like to be buried though. It's like the Jew thing. Do yeah. I want to be buried? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be buried. I want to donate my whole body to science. I want to donate oh, it to like a medical school or for or like a forensic school where they need like people to donate. I want to do that. I don't want it to, uh, to go to waste. It's kind of crazy. You guys want to put yours to waste. Wow, Lucas is such a good person. I'm like a I'm I'm an ally. I'm literally oh getting an off. An ally right to now. medical students. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wish I could say the same, I guess. I guess I'm less good of a person. Historically, really, like, kind of an underrepresented population. Yeah, the people that can pay for medical school and not take a paycheck for those yeah. many years are really underprivileged. I know. Someone's got to speak for them. Someone, Well, someone needs to donate their dead body. Indeed. Yeah. And, hey, you guys can volunteer. I'm just saying. You can do it. I don't want to do that. Nah, that's fair. Yeah. I respect that. At the at the college I went to, my dorm building was like a nursing building, uh, and the nurses all practice on like real cadavers. But it was right by the, it was right by the uh, the water by the East River. So when Hurricane Sandy happened, all of the cadavers. Like, <laughs> apparently, like there was a rumor that they uh, we had to evacuate the building, but there was a rumor they all like floated up. <laughs> What, they all, like, flew out of, like, the building into the river? No, they didn't, like, flow and do, like, a flash mob, but they were in the basement, and the basement flooded, so they oh. all were, like, floating around. Pool party. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel at a Brooklyn One party sometimes. One last pool sometimes. party. <laughs> I'm thinking back to when you and I were really high together, and I said, it's nice to be high around friends, and you went, really? I'm terrified. <laughs> okay, first of all, I've never done any substances that are illegal in any of... The 50 United States. Second of all, if I were to have been inebriated with you, I think what I said was, you guys were like, wow, I'm really nervous. But like, I'm glad I'm with you guys because I feel better. And I went, I'm still pretty scared. <laughs> <laughs> I think the title of this podcast is Allegedly with Audrey Black. Yeah. 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 Well, famously, I love lying. So maybe I'm lying. Yeah. It's because you're, it's because you're uh, 80 years old. Yeah, exactly. What's wait? I'm keeping it tight. <laughs> How do you keep it tight at eighty? I'm yeah. so impressed. It's been like I put all my money into fillers. Mm. Mm. It's all plat. You, if you were to tap me, it would make like a like a 
hollow noise. It's all just like empty plastic in here. Yeah. Oh wow. So you're like a mannequin. Yeah, a lot like a mannequin. You get the buckle fat removal. Oh yeah, I got that. Just I was a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I was just a little baby. And if, you know how some girls get their ears pierced? They took me to get buckle fat removal. <laughs> Imagine giving. It's cultural. <laughs> Yeah. You know, they pierce the ears, it's like it's a cultural Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine a BBL for a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> Little Timmy got a fat ass. <laughs> What's that about? Sorry, he's just, he's really into the Kardashians. He wants to fit in. And that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I did. That's what you did? Yeah, but it wore off. You got <laughs> <laughs> BBL is a warranty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It got distributed elsewhere. Where? My head. <laughs> That's true. You got a big head. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's okay. And it's very soft. <laughs> Is it really? No. Can I feel your head? Yeah, sure. Okay, it's really hard. I'll be over here. Can I feel it? Would you like to feel my head? <sighs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Thank you. <laughs> What'd you like about it? Um, I just like feeling like I was a part of things. <laughs> you got major FOMO? Yeah. Do you wanna do you wanna tell your stories? Do you wanna tell your manifesto? Please. Which wait, what which one? Start with the first one. Oh the oh well the nub story? Yeah, talk about the nub. Oh, okay. I need to know about well, this. Well, oh, so Gabby and I have had like a series of like deeply mundane, like series of unfortunate events and interactions <laughs> that built this friendship. And one is that we were inebriated and um I was like around a lot of people that I knew but didn't know super well. And I was kind of like nervously and distractedly like touching this little piece of rust on the gate we were standing next to. And our beloved friend, Alex Murdoch, started to say to Former me- Former guest of the yes. pod. Indeed. Um, she started to say to me, oh, I really like your, and I like wanted to get out ahead of things because I thought she had noticed how weird it was I was touching the rust. And so I said, oh, you really like the rust? Do you like my rust? And she said, <laughs> and she said, your jewelry. And so she was just trying to compliment my ring. And I thought that she had noticed how weird I was being. And so then she was like, what do you mean the rest? And I was like, I thought you noticed how much I've been touching this little nub. <laughs> and then I started over explaining to everyone and I made everyone touch it too. <laughs> I took a bunch of pictures of it. And I like showed it to like everyone there. I was like, you don't understand. Like trying to tell the story. And I remember like we were laughing so hard because it was just so stupid. And then I said, I was trying to explain that I hadn't really thought she thought I was excited. Like I thought that she was kind of teasing me, but it was. So I said, I didn't think you really thought I loved the nub. I just thought you noticed what it was to me. Um, <laughs> you were really taking photos of the nub like it was a concert. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have like, oh. Well, yeah. And then, then shortly after this, we're at a different show. And I was sitting at a table. And you handed me a bag of cough drops. And you said, can you watch these for me? And I was really interested in preserving the beginnings of our friendship. So I was like, don't worry, I got it. <laughs> and I'm kind of hamming it up, right? But then... One of, our, one of the people I was sitting with spilled a beer and a girl at the table grabbed the bag of cough drops and started mopping up the beer with it. Oh, and so no. Then, and then I took it back. Then I turned to her and I said, I'm looking after those. <laughs> <laughs> this is an heirloom. <laughs> it's like, 
Then Gabby comes back and takes the cough drops. And the bag is wet. Someone's like, it's like someone's on stage, so I can't really explain. And so then you take the bag, and then I like beckoned you with my hand so that I could whisper to you, I'm so sorry, someone put beer in it. And you thought I was asking for a cough drop like a queen. Like a <laughs> and so I thought Gabby was going to lean in so I could whisper, and instead Gabby gave me a cough drop that I immediately was so shocked I actually threw it on the floor. <laughs> like it fell oh, out of my no. hand. And then I just looked at you, and I was like, I'm sorry. If we could analyze the core of this, I think that so much of this is you don't understand how little I need out of a social interaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was your memory of that? Were you just like, oh, I'm just happy. I was like, I I need a cough drop. <laughs> oh, she wants a cough drop? Okay, she can have, there's a lot of them in the bag. I can't have them all. <laughs> is, this, is this relieving for you to hear? Or are you still like, <gasps> like? I never really thought you were mad at me. But it was one of those things where I was like, oh, maybe we do today all over again. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah, maybe we run it back. I can get it better this time. Are you like a run it back part? Like if you could like um, redo moments of your life, would you do it? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, Probably not. I feel like everything that was bad would probably still be bad even if I did it better and I don't need to do it again. Yeah. 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 Wait, what do you think would happen if you did that again with the cough drops? Well, that's inconsequential. You know what I think I would do is probably not let it get soaked in beer. I think I would I would have been more on guard for you. <laughs> Put a moat around it. Yeah. <laughs> of yeah. beer. Of beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is, this is, these are my emotional support cough drops. Or Doug's yeah. like a little sort of like channel a way to divert beer away from getting to the cough drops. Ooh, little science project. Irrigation. Yeah. That would have been crazy because a whole person was on stage. <laughs> you would have just been building a science project. <laughs> yeah. Like this is a new issue. Yeah. Yeah, I think, but those were like our two first interactions. And then after that, I've just been like giving you advice. Unsolicited. That's kind of where we've gone from here. <laughs> Do you have what? any more unsolicited advice for me? Well, you have to like tell me what you're thinking about. You have to, I need a scenario. I'm not just going to give you general. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Let me try to come up with Haley, a scenario. Haley, don't zoom in on my face. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um okay no okay let me give you a scenario that gabby is in all right so <laughs> all right so you're you're like my um say it narrator you're like my morgan freeman say it my, <laughs> say it bitch say her name <laughs> morgan freeman yeah, yeah, yeah okay okay well let me try to do it as morgan freeman wait one second okay gabby was at the pet store <laughs> and she was looking for a companion for what's your cat's name or oh, your family cat roscoe she was looking for some punani to give to roscoe <laughs> oh, oh like to yeah like a lover a lover like for to your give cat roscoe roscoe is incapable of sharing his life with another animal what yeah he's a row we will not touch a row on this pod. I'm ill-equipped. I would be so excited if you guys got canceled for like talking poorly about a romantic <laughs> I would love that arc for you. Like, hey, you remind me of my pet. I feel like yeah. with a row, it's like you guys on Tumblr, like you've got it. You've got it. And I, 
support it, but I don't need to, I don't need my two cents. In yeah, there. it's like the same mm. way I wouldn't like go to Ukraine and tell them what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what would what would be your advice for Ukraine? Yeah, no, your... I'm not giving Ukraine advice in the same way that I'm not giving the Tumblr asexuals advice. <laughs> figure it the fuck out. Okay, wait, 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 figure wait. it out. Let's say that okay, let's say the Tumblr asexuals came for Gabby. What would be your advice to Gabby on how to respond? That you shouldn't have said anything about them in the first place. Yeah. The same way that I won't make an official statement about what I think Ukraine should do. Yeah. And that that's very diplomatic right there. That's a very good bit of advice. Yeah. You should take it. <laughs> yeah, just listen to me. Listen to me. Yeah. Okay, fine. I'll listen to you. But yeah. I won't tell you what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'll, 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 say, I'll say what I'm thinking. Like, I want, wait, can you tell me what you're thinking and then I can filter it based on what I think is well, appropriate? Well, today I was writing jokes about um, how I am exclusive. Like, gay people are not good. And I know that because sure, I'm sure. not good. And I know I'm not good because I'm attracted to women from broken homes. And that's not a good quality. Like that's not, Mm. it's not in the sense of like, why do I think that like, Oh, what's going to fix your childhood wounds? Like you're attracted to the women in those like uh, Instagram, like iPhone game ads. They're like, their house (laughs) is breaking down. You got, that's your time. You can either fix the window or build a fire, but only one. I'm obsessed with those games. My my husband's cheating on me with another man. What do I do? Confront him? <laughs> Let or keep watching? But then it also sometimes be like, I fell in a big puddle and I'm covered in mud. Should yeah. I go like this to a first date or should I take a bath and it's like i don't know girl like if you can't figure that out on your own like i don't know what i can be for you if you made it this far you're doing something right fucking lean in yeah you never get those ads that's the that's the algo you never see the girl in the mud you don't like you never see mud girl i never see mud you You don't fuck with mud i don't fuck with mud girl no no I think you should. <laughs> I think you should get into mud. I'm 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 thick in the mud of my mind. You, know? you should wear. You should put. You should smear mud all over your face the next time you go on a date. Yeah, maybe. Meet I'll... these broken girls where they're at. <laughs> and just for the record, um, he said that. Yeah. You know. Happy pride. What What I said was like, "You're all beautiful." That's what I said. Yeah, you that's, that's what you. That. You're saying it now. You're changing the narrative. <laughs> you're lying, much like much like you much and your like grandmother. Me, I feel like yeah. you probably have a toxic type too. You're throwing stones. Ooh, yeah. Talk about your t- yeah. Um, I think that I have so rarely been in a space where there's a lot of gay women. It's like the one I go for is the gay one. You know, <laughs> right? Um, well, you grew up in Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a lot of gay women in Dallas. No. Oh. Well, I went to name all five. Mm, I went to a school where like not a lot of people were out, but a lot of people were sleeping together. So it's kind of mm. hard. It's like, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Could you explain? Well, it's like, like uh, sometimes I'm like, it was a really gay school, but then it was also like a very closeted, like not a lot of people like actively participating in the community, but a lot of mm. people that were having gay sex and not telling their boyfriends. So it's sort of complicated. Yeah. I see. Do you, wait, do, how do you feel like uh, all those people in high school, do you feel like they 
developed into like being able to come out and have like healthier relationships with their sexuality I, or no? It depends. I mean, there's some people that are engaged to men and some people that have girlfriends now. Like it's like, but there's a lot of people where I know that they were like involved with women in high school and then some of them have gone on to leave like leave like super straight lives and some haven't but it's not my business but then you went to college it must have gotten better it did get better in college yeah but then i've seen your stand-up and i'm like eh, there were there's other stuff that happened yeah in college. We had, there were some bumps in the road yeah. yeah for sure i mean uh we yeah you guys you rerouted a few times yeah and that's okay and yeah. that's fine that's that's everyone everybody reroutes. it's a woman's it's a woman's prerogative to change her mind. <laughs> <laughs> you just touched the fake plants. <laughs> it's, by the way, yep. I didn't want to admit it was fake, but um, we were told that a couple weeks ago. You didn't clock that? No. Okay. The plant's like, I'm real, but my boobs are fake. <laughs> <laughs> I got a BBL. Yeah. I got buckle fat. Um, oh, yeah. When did you start comedy again? Um, I did like sketch and improv in college, but I guess I started stand up in a real way like a year ago. How how do you feel like that's helped you evolve and grow or um, made your life worse? As like a person or as like a comic? Both. As a person first. As, as a person, person first, yeah. Um, we'll I think I like, before I started doing comedy a lot, just lacked a creative outlet. So I feel more fulfilled that I'm like consistently trying to be creative, you know? Mm. So I think that's made me feel better. Uh, even regardless of the quality, at least I'm doing something, you yeah. know, with my time. What was life like uh, pre-finding a creative outlet? Um, well, I think it was that thing of, like, I was in college, so I had, like, extracurriculars, and I had, like, some campus jobs and things I felt really passionate about. I did a lot of, like, LGBT stuff. And then in post-grad, it was, like, I had a job and then, like, social things, and I felt really unfulfilled and kind of circled back to sketch and stand-up, which I had done a bit of in college, Um but that was kind of interrupted by COVID. So I never really got off the ground with a lot of the stuff that I was into at the time. And then once I was like working a job, I didn't have like a ton of other stuff going on uh, in the way that when you're in college, it's like you're in clubs and you're extracurriculars. I like refound comedy as something else to have besides work and like eating dinner, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, guys, I don't know if you noticed the clock. <laughs> <laughs> But it's time. <laughs> is it pee time? Oh, yeah. it is. Yeah, and no. Then we get the L word. Yes, yeah. indeed. Yeah. Wait, That's did you awesome. guys just keep going? Well, yeah, we did a little bit. We were just, we were just chatting about like you know life, we were chatting liberty, about the L the word of happiness. and yeah. how Lucas um, was really thrown by it. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, but let's let's get into it. So for anyone who wants to. Uh, cross-reference or anything. Uh, it was season four, episode four, Layup. Yes. It's yeah. the basketball episode, <laughs> famously. But Audrey and I found out recently that we had a shared bond over how many times we'd both seen the, the seminal 2000 show, The L Word. Yeah. And it's one of the worst shows ever written. Ever made. <laughs> ever. Like, both production value and the acting and the script. Like, it's The theme song. bad. But yeah. in this way that's like, just can't get enough. Yeah. It's got a the room quality. Yeah. Where it's like, it's, it's so bad you can't look away. It's campy. It's, yeah. Yeah. But it is, and I do want to point out, like, when I said that to my older cousin, she was like, that was the one thing on TV for us at the time. Sure, yeah. Mm. So that I get, but like, it is, it is truly awful. And like, actors have come out years later and been like, this show was bad. 
And I can't believe we had, I think, um, I can't remember. I lost my shit when I saw that Pam Greer was in it. I was like, no, you leave her alone. (laughs) (laughs) She's in the whole You stay away from my girl. (laughs) She's in the whole thing and she's in, they made another pilot of the L word. That was supposed the to be the MNOP word. <laughs> it was supposed to be way different and more abstract. And the chart that Alice like yeah. does, where she like tracks which women have hooked up with each other. Um, Pam Greer was originally playing a gay performance artist who had that tattooed on her back. <laughs> I know that'd be a tattoo you'd have to update every weekend. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Probably would be a better show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the the intro is just the new, it's like her getting a tattoo and adding the new words. Because all those women fuck like three women every episode. And you you put in everyone's web. And at one point she digitizes it. Yeah. Into what, Excel? It's like into a website. Oh. I think the best thing, the best way to describe the L word is that uh, dramas <clears throat> that should take place over the course of like three seasons take place over the course of three episodes. Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. is so deeply rushed and nothing makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. I was but, so, so confused. Yeah. Well, I, so I started watching the show when I was like looking for like media to connect with. And I have an anecdote. Were you telling, were you the person telling me that you connected with this? Like a lot of queer women, as I've been like kind of telling this story, have been like, I had the exact same experience where there's a scene in the L word where two of the lesbians are having sex in the shower and they get out and they like are on the toilet to get like one of them goes to pee and the other one gets on top of her and then like have sex on the toilet and I remember watching that when I was like 14 15 being like is this what lesbian sex is is this what do I need to do do I need to prepare myself to do this is this the deal like is this what I have to do I um just was like I'll never do that I'll, I'll Can I say where my my mind went I was yeah. like this position is the Elvis death day <laughs> <laughs> that's, where, that's where my mind went. I was like, you got to say this. Baz like, Lerman's <laughs> lesbian sex starring Elvis. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, no, keep going. Keep talking. Uh, um, no, that's <clears throat> kind of it. Just that I remember being so like young enough and not exposed to media enough. And, and like living in Dallas is like, I had really no idea what dating women was like. It was all like touch and go for a while there. So yeah. I was just like, this is what I'm being told. Yeah. And like, I think I, I mean, I knew on some level that it was like not a, not a requirement, but I was sort of like, is this what everybody's doing? Is this in? <laughs> That's like one episode where they do just like, a, they're doing it for shock value, but watching it with no context, I was just like. Yeah. And that was the first no! episode you saw? No, no, no. Oh, okay. But it's one, it's burned into my memory. I Do see. you remember who the characters were? Yes, it's Shane and, or no, it's Jenny and Carmen, and then Shane walks into the bathroom. Oh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> I, oh, God. Um, I had a real thing for Carmen at, sure. as, a, as a young person. Carmen is um, a Hispanic character who's played by an actress who's very much not Hispanic. Yeah. Um, Ugh, glory days. <laughs> yeah. yeah and actually the woman who plays poppy is also not hispanic i was what, gonna say there's is, literally no way what what is can i what is she she's indian oh yeah hey but the whole character is just like yeah call me puppy big puppy <laughs> like, puppy don't do breakfast <laughs> game is great she does wear some crazy hats yeah which is what we all look for in a lady that's mm. true as, as, a, as a young woman is wont to do yeah 
Should we go into the like? I have let's, like a. Re- let, I have yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's notes. go into let's go into the notes and go through them one by one, item by item. Okay. Oh. First order of business. Oh wait, no, I. What was open right now is the new stand-up bits uh, I'm working on, and the sentence just says John Ham with a vape. So <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna move past that. Um, okay, so the teaser of this episode opens with Sybil Shepherd having sex with Alice. Right. Yes. Yes. What did you, Lucas? What did you think when you saw this steamy sex scene? I thought that voice is a turnoff. Oh, I was like, I was like that voice. Yes. I was like, that's that's harsh. That's harsh on the ears. I couldn't listen to that and keep. I was like, this is this is a lot. But then I was like, I was like, I was happy that suggestions were taken. Yeah. And then it got better. Over, yeah. I was like, this is nice. Yeah. Did and then watch- she said, I'm the professor now. And then she growled. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch the previously on? Uh, yeah, I think I, yeah, I think I watched my way through it. Okay. Did it help at all? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why would it? No, every single episode is like, like six different beginnings to a movie. Like, where it's yeah. like, it's all these different plot lines and all these different, like, the other thing is the thing about the basketball episode is in the episode they go to play basketball because they want to pick up chicks. Sure, you know, um, but that's like one of the only times in the show that the group, the ensemble cast, is like in theory a friend group. They don't hang out like ever. Like, yeah, it's like there's like different pairings that are like roommates and like occasionally they'll like all go to the same party. But it's like there's different pockets. It's kind of like Euphoria and when it's in which it's like, you know, yeah, they're all in the title sequence, but some of these characters don't even have a conversation for seasons straight, you know? But the basketball episode is the one episode where they all get together to play basketball, and they're a team. They're yeah. finally a team. Yeah, except Tina. Except yeah. Tina, who for that season is bisexual, and then they walk it back um, real hard. That was hilarious. I was like, I was like, oh, this is this is so familiar. The biphobia. This is great. I was like, oh, modern times, back then. Love to see this, this seed. There's yeah. a lot of horrible things that happen on this episode that yeah. are. Oh yeah. Also, like with the intro to the the basketball segment, I was like, they were just like, not really dribbling, but just like doing sort of passes. I was like, even I was like, I'm not that experienced in basketball, but I was like, this looks forced. The last time I watched that episode, I watched it with a friend of mine who does really like basketball, and we were like, <laughs> we were like watching like we'd come home from a party and we were kind of drunk. And we were hanging out with like our other friend. And we, he, had, he had had a lesbian roommate. And so he was like, okay, we can watch The L Word. I used to watch The L Word with her all the time. Like, let's go. And then my other friend was like, I don't want to do that at all. And then we were like, well, this is about, ba- it's the basketball episode. It's about basketball. You love basketball. And when I tell you, I've never seen a person get more agitated than he was watching the basketball scene because he was like, that's just not even how the game works. Like, it's so far from how you would play pickup basketball where they're just kind of like daintily like throwing it and then like running around. Um, and they're not even in like quite the right part of the court. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And they're like talking so much smack and then they're throwing it with these like weak wrists. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, they're really limp wristing the ball. I loved yeah. how they like ganged up against Tina and we're literally like, like a middle school musical, like, yeah, just like, <laughs> yeah. just like so cartoonishly like gang mentality. So for context, one of the characters in the show starts out in a serious, like almost 10 year relationship with, it's Tina and Bet. Yeah. Bet is the art professor. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And her and Tina were like That's married. That's Marley Madeline? 
No, Marley Matlin is the artist, like sculpturist, but okay. that is the like kind of corporate suit. Oh, is that um, is that Jennifer Beale? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Jennifer Beale, and so they break up because Bet can't keep her dick in her pants, and yeah. she cheats all the time, and then with a carpenter. Oh yeah, she cheats in with- jail. <laughs> it's just like the Bible. Can you explain the carpenter scene to Lucas? Okay. Let's see if I even... It's like she goes to jail, I think, for a protest-related thing with the art world. And in it is this woman that she's had this growing tension with who's a carpenter. So she's like, you know, she's like got calluses. You know? And, And like, she's like a working woman. She's different from Tina, who's a movie producer. And it's like... They, like, are in jail together. They're in, like, bunk beds. And they're like, we can't touch. We can't do anything. And then she cheats on her wife with the carpenter. But they, like, what is hap- what happens in the jail? Oh, set? I remember. It's, they, they, they're like, we can't cheat. Um, but if, it was kind of like an OJ, like, if we did it mm. kind of thing, where they just start verbally recounting the things they'd do to each other if, if they could cheat. And, uh, so it's analog sexting, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're in jail the whole time. <laughs> also, I'm realizing the most important part of the episode mm-hmm. is that Jenny Schechter gets a dog. This is, you actually need to see some of the next episode. I, like, make you watch the whole season um, to get this. But this is what happens. Jenny Schechter writes a New Yorker article or a book or something. Which one is Jenny Schecht? Is she a brunette? Mia Kirshner with the, with the bangs. Yeah. Yeah, And she went to the vet and she tried to hit on the vet and no, no, no. Oh, excuse me. It's much more planned out than that. It's she gets a bad review on her book. Okay. She, the person who reviews it has a girlfriend. The girlfriend is a veterinarian. So Jenny goes to a shelter, pretends to be an unrelated woman (laughs) who's doing like an end of life fostering thing for dogs that are dying. She pretends to be that woman. She gets a dying dog. She drives her ass over to the veterinarian, meets the woman, has the dog put down, and asks the woman on a date. Fabricating a world in which they've met organically. And she's like, oh, my puppy. He's 11 years old. It's the longest relationship of my life because I have such bad luck with women. Do you maybe have a relationship with a woman that's not going well? And, like, it, uh, it, like... She's so manipulative. And then she, like, looks up, like, what the woman's into and pretends that she's getting, like, a degree in uh, the study of whales. It's so insidious, too, for a number of reasons. It's just it's just wild to hear an idea that you never would have come up with. And I'm just, I'm just like, what? someone could... <laughs> Lucas, you wouldn't kill a dog for a girl. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like you don't even care about women. Yeah. Well, we knew that. I'm a mis- <laughs> hey, I'm a misogynist. This show taught me that. All right? And a homophobe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. It's like the 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 first thing is like the reporter who gives the bad review. Like she is kind of a tough woman, right? So like her and the sweet veterinarian, like they are having a very difficult relationship. And Jenny is emotionally intuitive enough to know that, but she's too much of a sociopath to stop herself from what she's doing. Yeah. So like it almost works. Yeah. Like this vet is almost into her. And the second thing is whales and mer- marine life come up as a motif on the L word a lot because yeah. Jenny likes to go and watch the manatees at the aquarium. <laughs> 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 uh, 
I think that the other thing with the L word is most of the actors play it like it's a bad TV show and Mia Kirshner plays it like she's in a like really beautifully filmed Terrence Malick movie (laughs) and all of her dialogue is the worst dialogue on the show because the showrunner who everyone hates and who made a bunch of crazy decisions about the arc of the show every single line Jenny Schechter says is written by that showrunner or had to be approved by that showrunner because Jenny is the Eileen shaken proxy sure yeah she's like the write-in character like the the self-insert character yes um so that's <laughs> and then there's the thing with the band that you were saying can you explain oh, this yeah this, so this i find hilarious so lucas let's just start with this how did you feel when you heard that really terrible tone deaf theme song well to be fair i heard the theme song maybe even a couple years ago because you told me about this and about like how the band and how it got connected to the show and i was like oh this is it was like hilariously out of tune <laughs> It was like it was like it was like being played on like a dying gramophone, like girls in tight dresses who drive with mustaches. It's so it's the worst song in history, and the only reason that it's the theme song is because Eileen Shaken was sleeping with uh, either the lead singer of the guitar or the guitarist in the band. But then it didn't stop there. They would write that band into episodes, and they would have all the characters be like. Like, as if it was Tegan and Sarah, be like, I can't believe Betty's in town. My whole life's about to change. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so good. So we've we've addressed the theme song. We've addressed the teaser. We've addressed how Jenny (laughs) adopts Sounder the dog. We have not talked about how I believe that Shane looks like being emo is killing her. Yeah. but uh, Being emo is killing her. She has a really hard life. So you're a Shane head. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you think? I was, I was, I have a, I have a mistrust for um, lesbians who have that much pull because I am unbelievably jealous. And so, <laughs> so I cannot be attracted to someone I'm so deeply jealous of. But I also just think the thing with Shane is she's the only good person on the entire show. She is a very sweet person. I will say that. I was like, oh, she's like a very good older sister. She <laughs> well, cares. She leaves Carmen at the altar. Yeah. She's Why like are you a- spoiling my favorite show for me? <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, Sarah Shahi's contract expired, and she was like, I'm not working on this show ever again. That's what happened with the Shane and Carmen decision. Oh, that makes so much sense, because I remember, I just, I just like was always so confused by that. Sarah Shahi is like a working actor and like a real shark about it, and she was getting a bunch of other opportunities, and... Now she's like a regular on some cop show and she kind of just wants to like get her bag and go ahead. So she probably could have been in more episodes, but she didn't, she didn't want to. Contrast that with Dana. There's a, there's a character who's a tennis player. You didn't see her because she was killed off. They gave her breast cancer. (laughs) Like out of nowhere. (laughs) Like in like a two it's to It's just like the room. They just give a random character. <laughs> like they, it's like a two to three episode arc where she just like <laughs> dies. And the actress did not have like, she didn't like need to leave. And I remember seeing an interview with the creator where people were like, yeah, like that was a really beloved character and people really liked her and you killed her off. And the actress said she was willing to do more episodes. Like, why'd she do that? And she was like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I just, 
I didn't realize people would be upset. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you murdered a woman. Wait, I ha- wait, I have, I have an idea, and like, uh, uh, tell me what you guys think of this theory. So you know, like Christmas crackers. So, you know, yeah, you've had Christmas crackers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know how there's like a joke inside that you read and it's al- it's almost always a bad joke? They're apparently, al- they're intentionally made bad to unify whatever party is like listening to it against the joke. So, it's like a mm-hmm. bonding experience against a really bad joke. Do you think that this show was maybe made intentionally bad to unite the community in like loving hating it? Uh, no, I think at the time it, re- like, at the time it was all like lesbians in 2010 had earlier than that. Like than it that, was, yeah. it was, that was it. It was the only representation that was like not for the male gaze to such a degree. I just think it's like aged kind of poorly and it, it had to be so soapy and so dramatic. I think um, just by nature of like the type of show they were able to pitch. Uh, I think now people unite over like love hating it where it is just such a ridiculous show. But I, I think it, or originally it was just like this is the show that's gonna work and like this is the closest we can get to accurate representation and there are as much as there are things in the show that are like really weird and offensive and did not age well and weren't even weren't even appropriate at the time there's also some stuff where like some concepts that i feel like are staples of the queer community there's like the first time they were ever expressed in television Mm. Yeah. yeah, I felt that way when I was watching the scene where Bet is confronting Alice about sleeping with her boss, mm-hmm. and they're just like kind of these two women, like fucking, you know, chopping it up with each other, just being like, yeah. "You dog, like, why did you do this?" And Alice just like keeps just making it funnier and funnier that she did it until yeah. Bet like has to laugh and be like, "Yeah, that was actually really funny that you did that." That's very queer to me. Yeah. Are there any other concepts you feel like aged really well? More just, like, I think there is a very real thing where, like, even if you don't even live in the same city, like, the web of queer people that have dated each other and, like, been involved with each other or been friends, like, it's, I feel like there's, like, a friend of a friend, like, every lesbian I've ever met has, like, a friend of a friend or a hookup of a hookup, like, who's hooked up with King Princess, you know, like, it's, like, the web is very real because there, as much as it feels like everyone's queer, we're in a bubble and, like, everyone knows each other. You know, and I feel like that that was the first show that really showed like how these communities, it's like these pockets of people that date each other and there's all this drama and they connect to another like pocket of people in a different city, but there's always links. And I think it was like the first exploration of the way the community connects in a way that's like fun and based in friendship, but also like based in drama and sex and relationships, you know? Yeah. Same with Jojo Siwa. Everyone knows someone who hooked up with Jojo Siwa, I guess. Who's the, who's your age? I mean, I wouldn't know anyone who hooked up with Jojo yeah. Siwa. Can I say what I was going to try to relate that to? <laughs> Jewish geography, where they're like, <laughs> where they're like, oh, you, oh, do you know, do you know the New Jersey Aronowitzes? Like, it's <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, totally. A, it's n- not even a joke. It's sort of like it's like it's a small community where you know, like the the web of people across like a larger area just by those yeah. pockets. Yeah. The other crazy thing about the L word is they introduced this character, Helena, in like the third season, I think. And I and love she, her. She's crazy. She's a crazy girl. <laughs> um, but she's this like British like heiress who pursues Tina when she's pregnant with her and Bet like artificially inseminated, then got divorced. And so she's a single like woman, but pregnant. And Helena starts pursuing her. And you think it's like, oh, they just want to have this plot line with... And then as it goes on and some of the things Helena says, 
Don't you realize that she definitely just has a pregnancy, a pregnancy fetish? Can you imagine a more, like a harder thing to be than a lesbian with a pregnancy fetish? Ooh, such a good point. Because, and then at the end of the season when she breaks up with Tina, you there's like a there's like a pan where you just catch her saying to a woman at a party, you would look really good pregnant. <laughs> and I just think about that all the time because it's like, she has two kids with a woman she's no longer with because probably because she got horny and was like, you should have a baby with me. It kind of reminds me of the end of Beauty and the Beast, the live action remake where... Um, there was a pregnancy <laughs> <laughs> It's worse. Emma Watson's character, when the Beast turns human, uh, looks at him and goes, hey, you'd look really good with a beard. Oh, and then he growls, doesn't he? Yeah. And he goes, yeah. I it's mean, a weird moment. Oh my god! I think I was on a plane. I was like, "How dare you!" I think <laughs> though that that movie taps into something really deep that we talked about last week, which mm. is like some people do want to fuck animals. Not me. Not what me. What do you mean you were talking about this last week? <laughs> what kind of what? A, what? <laughs> we'll be <laughs> you guys. <laughs> and we left Audrey out. She loves this. We did no. a so. <laughs> no. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about an article where someone interviewed a guy. Who, I did see this. The yeah. Horse, the guy, you saw the horse article? Yeah, I read it. Because it, it, for some reason. There you go. That's it. I yeah. think there was like a professor that there was some scandal where he got caught. Like, yes. That's what we read. That's so what then led. Someone, when that article, when the article about the more recent news story went up, someone was like, here's the like interview with someone who is like into horses. And yeah. I, I. I, I say nay. <laughs> oh, what have you What have you thought of this experience so far? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've like felt like more and more disoriented as this has continued. <laughs> Me too, soul sister. Yeah. 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 I love that. That's good. Yeah. It did do, but do you feel do you feel uplifted? No, but I don't think you guys <laughs> But I don't think you guys had to do that. I don't feel put down, but I don't feel uplifted. Is that okay? <laughs> you feel just aggressively neutral. I feel neutral, yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm having fun, but I don't feel like you hyped me up. Like I <laughs> that's okay. That's not the purpose. Of, like, I like the uplifted the idea that you can come, come on here to feel good. <laughs> Yeah, we don't come in here every week to feel good. No? We come in here to feel something. We're here to be somber. Yeah. yeah. We're, here we're here to get down to business. Yeah, we're here to dour. Yeah. Indeed, yeah. I mean, I think you're great. I think you're great. Let's say let's save that for the end. Let's save Stop that for this. the end. <laughs> Wait, we should yeah. talk about the millennial. Oh yeah. Wait, what else? Wait, what? I told us I told a story recently on this podcast where somebody at a party said to me, falling in love with straight girls is a millennial thing. And guess who that was? It was me. She's sitting right here. Well, this is what happened is that we were talking and then you were like, I just like, I've always had like a little bit of a thing for straight girls. And I was like, that's a little bit of a millennial thing. <laughs> so bitchy. But the I thing just, is, you but carry I deserved it, off. it. You do. But I deserved it. You needed to hear it. Because I think you were trying to connect with me and I was trying to draw that No, boundary. I wasn't trying to connect with you. I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying to explain to you that it's bad. Yeah, and I just didn't need the advice. I wasn't giving you advice. No, it's like I Maybe don't. Maybe you do have self-destructive tendencies. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Haley, can you cut that? But yeah, I've never like been into the straight guy. Well, also I think. Have you ever? Have you ever had a crush on someone on a straight No, never in my life. No. If I've been interested in someone, even if I. Like, everyone I've had, like, a passing crush on, even if they weren't out at the time. Like, I, there were some girls that, like, in high school, I'd kind of be like, oh, she's cute. Like, I have a little bit of a thing for her. Okay. All of them came out. Like, I think something about, like, I'm just not attracted to heterosexuality. I don't find mm. straight women attractive. Well, I don't either, but I think that sometimes I, like, will be attracted to people who are, like, very repressed and sure, sure. be, like... Oh, oh, sure. Will obviously have, like, a, a kind of a spark, and then they'll be like, no, I'm straight, like... This I is see. like you, you misread everything, Gabby. My dumb ass. I'm like, yeah, I miss. I really, I really fucked that up. They're like, know? I'm not gay. I'm just depressed. <laughs> <laughs> Too dark. That's me. I'm not gay. I'm just depressed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's me. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> well, it's good to have things yeah. we can all sort of come together about. Indeed. <laughs> Are there any other platforms you like if you were running for office? Is there anything else you'd say? I don't love daylight savings. Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a great unifying thing. Yeah. To get the people together. What else do I believe? Um. I wish like we still did slumber parties as adults. That's a good idea. Yeah. I've actually been trying to do that more with because I can't spend. Oh, you an, haven't asked me. Can I <laughs> hang out at your house? <laughs> <laughs> I can't spend another minute with my parents. So. Yeah, you can hang out at my house. <laughs> Lucas, with my two boy roommates. Yeah. I, I love that. I love boys. I love them. They teach me about Hasbula. They're nice. I like them. They, Wait, what did they Hasbula. teach you about what? Sorry? Hasbula. Oh, Hasbula. Every day. You just got so excited. Every, <laughs> I love Hasbula. Finally, something I know about. This is great. Yeah, now we're doing straight boy content. Yeah, we are. Now, Let's get into it. Every, living with two men every day in my own kitchen, I am shown a video I do not understand. <laughs> Of a boy named Hasbula. He's a man. Excuse excuse you. He's like 19. Yeah, who's who? That's of age. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas wants to fuck Hasbula. It sounds like. Well, Hasbula's no, legal. Lucas wants everyone to know that if he hooks up with Hasbula, he's legal and then it's fine. <laughs> no, it's, be, it's because he very often gets mistaken for a child, so I feel very oh, protective. Oh, did you think? I thought he was like exactly. Under 10. No, I just mean like I think he's like a teenager. Well, oh, okay, okay. That yeah. That's what fair. are your takeaways from this person? Do you like Hasbulla? Would you like to like have brunch with Hasbulla if you had the opportunity? I want my, him to make fewer videos so that I'm shown less things that I don't understand in the okay. comfort of my own home. <laughs> but it was like like the other day, I was hanging out with some friends, and one of them also mentioned Hasbulla, and they were like, "Didn't he get canceled recently? Like, what did he do?" And I knew. And I said, oh, well, he posted a video playing too rough with his cat, but then he apologized. Oh. And they were like, what the fuck do you mean playing too rough? With like, why did I know that? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Through no fault of your own, you've become like a, yeah. a knowledgeable source on this guy. Yeah. Or like Jimmy will show me memes that like, like I'm like a cute girl and I shouldn't know that about that side of the internet. Like he shows me things that are just so like, like deep fried, like. <laughs> like weird music, like things that are so obscure and he'll like explain that to me. And I'm like, I should be like out with the girls. Like I should be <laughs> like, like finding myself as a woman. And instead I'm like looking at Instagram reels. Do you know what I mean? I love that this is taking up hard drive space in your brain. I love that this is, oh my God. Wait, so have you seen like the interviews with Hasbulla? 
No, more just like, like, really specific memes or like stuff that I don't even quite understand. Um, like, like he's showing like pictures of hospital like photoshopped and like things that I don't have enough context. Oh yeah. Oh, that's that's too deep. That's yeah. too deep. You need to stay on the source material. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wish. Uh, that's my note for him is to only show me source material. Yeah. What of Hasbulla, if anything, are you aware of? Do you know what this guy looks like? Anything? No. I know okay. nothing. He's I'm got... just I'm out with the girls. <laughs> You're living on his best life. And I'm so fucking life. jealous. <laughs> yeah. Come, come out with the girls. You're at the woods. You won't find Hasbulla there. We actually we didn't go to the woods last night because it was too crowded. We went yeah. to some bar that had just like all the overflow from the woods. Yeah. There. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it was um, what's it called? The grass. Nikki's unisex. Nikki's, yeah, that's the one. Nikki's unisex. Um, I would go to the woods and I would tell my boy roommates I was going to the woods, and it took a while for them to realize I wasn't just like making a weird joke about going into the forest. <laughs> yeah. I was like going to a bar called the woods. I'd be like, I'm going to go to the woods tonight, and they'd be like, Okay, Audrey, like, I guess. Like it was like <laughs> like it was a joke that I think they thought it was like a joke I kept making that wasn't landing. Me and Akshay had the exact same bonding moment. Where yeah. We were like, These fuckers go into the the trees. What the, they climbing? What the what are we doing? Yeah. Someone They're like, pointed we, we're out, not allowed to climb trees? We're good at climbing trees? <laughs> I like climbing trees. Yeah. Someone pointed out when we were at Nikki's, they were like, why do we all go to the woods? Like, why do we all sit there and stand around and see everyone we've ever seen on a dating app? Yeah. And why is it that, like, you go there and you just feel weird about yourself? Because, honestly, when I go, I go to, I think, troll women. Like, I think that... Oh, okay. <laughs> um, unpack that. Is that a millennial thing? <laughs> That's something very special just for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, I can't play the game where I'm going to pretend that like anything, like, uh, I'm, I'm not going to flaunt my little, you know, fandom dick around trying to impress. What did you call? <laughs> I thought you said fandom. And I was, I'm so sorry. I was like, flaunt what is, your little is it super hulak themed? <laughs> I just, oh. I don't want to do the thing where I'm like, oh my God, I'm so nervous about what everyone thinks about me. So I will just go up and like have real, when I say troll, like it's honestly like I just go up and I have like real conversations with people about like Oh, where, genuine mm. connection. Uh, well, sure. uh, well, we don't connect <laughs> romantically because I'm just talking about where I am in my life. There was a girl at the woods like a couple weeks ago and she was like an oracle. It was amazing. She was like 35 and I was talking to her and everything I said, she would guess every detail about my life, right? Like I was telling her about my ex. She'd be like, she was femme, right? I was like, how do you know everything? I didn't tell you a thing about what she looked like. Well, let's look, <laughs> let's think about assumptions people can make. I do feel like the situation might be a little formulaic. It gets a little like, yeah. Wait, what situation wait, 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 might what's, be formulaic? What's formulaic about Gap? Oh, I, I feel like um, if I were to imagine a breakup for mm -hmm. a queer woman of your like life experience and life stage, I would describe exactly what has happened to you. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, I do think if I met you in a bar and got like two nuggets of information, I'd be able to be like, well, Y equals MX equals... But that's because mm. you're a gay genius. Many say this about me. That's true. Um, and <laughs> I also think, yeah, you're probably right. It's like astrology, you how you read it. queer calculus. Yeah, it would be like if I was like, oh, I'm seeing someone new. And you were like, is she in a band? Or does she DJ? <laughs> and it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like DJs? I don't like them. They like they, me. I was mm. about to finish that sentence because <laughs> I know you're still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They appear. Oh. Yeah. 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 What do you do to hoard them? What do you do to send them away? 
to be myself. Mm. Famously. <laughs> I, wait, I wanted to ask, what was your experience going to a gay bar for the first time? Were you nervous? Were you excited? Okay. Um, <laughs> so the first time I went to a gay bar, I was not, I was underage. I just sort of walked on in <laughs> and like started like talking to like 35 year old women just for fun. I was with my friend. Um, so then I was like 18 and it was a bar that sometimes did 18 plus nights and I was not there on an 18 plus night, but I was kind of like, oh, maybe it'll work. And I stayed there for like an hour and then they realized, and then they banned me for life. And, <laughs> and so when I, when I got banned from that lesbian bar, I didn't know there were only 13 lesbian bars in the country. So I'm down one. Oh my God. Yeah, Lucas, that's true. Yeah. You went down from a baker's dozen to just a regular dozen. Exactly. But I have been back there since The then. worst dozen. <laughs> You've been back since? I've been back since. So that happened when I was like 18 and I've been back in the last like two years and I, I don't think they remember me. But there was a point in time where I was like really scared to go back. I am um, staggered that there are only 13 nationwide. Yeah. yeah. I think it's gone up a little bit since that was the stat I think at the time. There's a few more. Um, but yeah, there's a ton of gay bars for men. But I think like lesbian culture it's a little harder it's not a party culture and i think it's also not like a like a it's a different kind of financial it's harder to keep a bar that serves only lesbian women women afloat financially like queer women don't spend money statistically demographically the way that like oftentimes like single or partnered gay men will spend uh, a lot of times they don't have children they have two like male mm-hmm. incomes like I, it's mm. it, and like i think lesbians are or like queer women in general are a little bit. They don't work hard. They don't. They don't. Yeah, they, they're yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're not really putting in the effort. Statistically, yeah. like a lot of it's why like a lot of ad campaigns are targeted so specifically towards gay men because demographically of the LGBT community they have the most money and so bars that are like for women and, and don't do as well financially and I think it's like harder to for them to stay financially afloat because every gay bar, every lesbian bar I've ever inter- inter- interacted with like has. Been openly struggling financially. There's oh a new place now, right? The Bush in Bushwick. I received a text about That's it. That's a great name. <laughs> yeah. That's such a good name. Yeah. I I want to go in and just be like, W? Is he in here? What? what? Oh, the, oh, sure. Yeah. George W. Bush? Uh, oh. Yeah, it's his bar. Well, he's the owner, but it's not like he's going to be, like, you know, he's, he just runs it. It's yeah. Like, He's, He's just got a so lesbian many lesbian He's friends. not in there. <laughs> yeah, Ellen. George. Wait, they actually are friends. I forgot I about forgot. that from Wait. a couple years ago. Do that was th- like your dream. That, it's a bit, that kind of... Re- Wait, what? No, your dream about Ellen and Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Wait. You've never... Okay. I had a dream once where I was watching a football game where the, I was aware that the teams were owned by... Um, no, it was Hillary Clinton and Pete Buttigieg. It wasn't yeah. Ellen. And that for <laughs> I was aware that they were the owners of the teams, and then the game had to stop because a, a pack of wild dogs stormed the field, and they were like, "We need to stop now." That's so vivid. You yeah. have a really creative mind. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but then, as we were walking out of the stadium, as we were like, "It's, it's the wild dogs' turn now," <laughs> and uh, so I was, as everyone's like walking out of the stadium, and for some reason, Pete Buttigieg is like right in front of me in like the crowd, and he's on his phone. And I hear him say, sorry, dad, no win today. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember, no, I, he wasn't, he was behind me. He was behind me. And I like looked back. 
I, I think you guys are laughing at me and I don't like it. <laughs> no! no. Okay. It just okay. was funny how excited you got. I got I was like, something I know about, my own dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really left you in the dust. We're talking about things you don't understand. I'm talking about gay ass <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, should we talk about one of your fields of expertise at least briefly? Yeah. What which what would you say your fields of expertise are? Ah, oh, fuck. You like Star Wars? <laughs> Um, I watched it with my second cousin in New Mexico when I was 11, and I haven't really, like, been back to it since then. <laughs> yeah, but so what you said, that was so funny. Wait, let me finish my dream just very quickly. Oh, so just very, It's okay. <laughs> so, no, no, there's, it's so close to the end. It's so close. We're almost done. We're almost there. Gabby, stay up here. <laughs> Am I a manic or is this the funniest episode we've ever done? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I have no clue. But, but your dream. Yes. I, <laughs> guys, I'm so warm in this way where like I feel like my brain is like cooking. I'm gonna die right now. I feel like I'm putting a nail in my own coffin somehow. Okay, so when Pete Buttigieg said, sorry, dad, no win today, for some reason I thought he was talking to me, so I turned around and I said, what? And he said, I'm on the phone. And that's and that's when I woke up. <laughs> that is worth it, right? That was pretty good. No, I felt good about it. Yeah, I did, I did. I wasn't being mean, sorry. Sometimes I think I say things too. But it's really Soulless. funny though. It's, it's really. Funny. I love it. I mean, you're so honest and eviscerating. No, no, I'm eviscerating, but I'm not honest. <laughs> <laughs> we have okay. This is a perfect segue because we have some subject matter on which we need you not to be honest, but we need you to be eviscerating. Okay. Listener submissions. Listener submissions. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, we recap the L Word episode. Oh, you know what? Was there anything else we needed to get to? Last wrap up thoughts. Yes. Um, I have here in my notes. Um, I would do anything for Marley Matlin. I'll mm. kill Tom. Um, she's calling you Vanilla Spice. West Hollywood is our territory. Said in a very serious way. <laughs> um, at one point, Alice is peeing, and the and the roll of toilet paper is just cartoonishly huge. Oh, I remember that. Um, Max and Brooke, transphobic bitch. Um, Bet absolutely refuses to not feel burdened by talking to a deaf person. <laughs> Did you notice that every time she'd have to, uh, Jody or Jody would be like, look in my eyes. Bet would be like, oh, like she'd like roll her eyes. Yeah. Um, Angus spiraling about aging. Uh, cannot tell what the A and B story of the episode is. Shane at the parent teacher conference going, kids will learn bubbleology. Um, Let's see. I love that you took notes, and I know you did this at like one a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, just like how many functions does the planet have? At one point, Poppy is drinking what is maybe a Shirley Temple, but maybe just like just juice, juice. Yeah, just juice. unclear. Poppy, Poppy doesn't do <laughs> Poppy does. Poppy do juice. Do, juice. <laughs> do you have any final thoughts? Mm. 
I just love that we were like, we should do an L word recap. We should do an L word recap. And then at midnight last night, I was like, wait, are we actually doing this? What episode should I watch? And you were, you like, like I then watched it with my breakfast. <laughs> like it was like my morning home. That was, that was my morning yeah. today when I was having coffee, I was watching that for the first time. And I was like, yeah. I, it's a wild thing to be confronted with when you're it first is. subconscious in the day. Yeah. And I loved it. Uh, all right, let's do listener submissions. Uh, one I have pulled up right here. I think my ex-girlfriend is flirting with my best friend. So I, 16F, and my ex, 15 non-binary, has recently been flirting with my best friend weeks after we've broken up. They were my first relationship I've been in that wasn't a man. I broke it off because they stopped talking to me as soon as we got together. My friend dislikes my ex and tries to be nice to them. Since they've met my ex, since they've met, my ex was a bitch to them. But as soon as we broke up, they got all cozy with her. I can't help but feel a little jealous because they don't really talk to me, but they'll touch me up in the middle of class in front of our religion teacher. The three of us are going to the mall after exams. It was supposed to be me and them, but they invited my best friend. I can't hope that they're doing this to get on my good side, but I'm sure they're interested in her. And she's in love with some girl from mechanics. How do I figure them out? I didn't follow that in a huge way, but I will say... <laughs> 16 and 15 do your a push homework yeah no need don't no need for a love triangle <laughs> i have a feeling they are outside of the u.s oh, because really? of the way they they said like exams and like i just i have a feeling they're not don't in, use any do a levels Ooh, there we go uh, international yeah. queen. hello <laughs> look at you go yeah um don't learn anything about u.s history yeah. Don't. Yeah. Don't bother. Yeah. Because it's all really good, but you just don't want to know about it. Yeah, yeah. Just just don't think about it too hard. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't worry. Don't worry about it. It's mostly us like throwing like tea into rivers. Yeah. It's mostly you ever just do that? it's mostly just cool hangs. I'm talking about the Boston <laughs> Tea Party. I'm I know. Just, yeah. You had this look in your eyes where I thought you just thought I was like sharing something that I do. <laughs> you ever you ever be throwing tea in the river? I have we I have actually. Really? Yeah, one time on the 4th of July, my friend and I were at her lake and we thought it would be funny to like pretend we were doing the Boston. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. It was it was pretty good. I would say um that sucks. I mean, like when when someone attempts to like befriend your and not to mention what isn't it in the submission that like this person was not friendly to the ex until the relationship was over and then they got super friendly with the ex. Didn't I thought the submitter said that that the ex was like prior to relationship really nice as soon as they got together not cool and so broke it off but now is trying to get chummy with the best friend. It's a weird person and I'm glad you dropped them. Yeah, weird person. Yeah. Weird vibes. You don't need that in your life. Uh, I feel like it's queer teenagers and everyone's like fumbling around trying to figure out how to have a connection with someone and just or they're evil or they're evil and that's fine it's cool when queer people are evil too we need representation in all ways but <laughs> i think just like go be 16 yeah like do your homework and talk to your mom and try to you know 
get some volunteer work on the weekends for your college applications. Yeah. This is great advice. This is very good. There's another, advice. we'll do one more. I think then yes. we'll go to self-perception. I thought I was a lesbian <laughs> until the guy I almost dated eight months ago hit on me. I'm still, I'm recently single after leaving a toxic relationship. I'm still friends with them and they're trying to win me over still. The guy who's flirting with me is the junior boys football star. And when I tell you this man is jacked and so hot, we've been snapping till five in the morning when he suddenly hit on me. I sent him, oh no, I sent him a pic of me and my dino plushie. And he said he was going to switch places with the toy. I freaked out because he's been sending shirtless pics and suddenly got so bold. Now I'm wondering if I should go for him. What do you think I should do? Yeah, uh, don't. my main takeaway from this is uh, don't use Snapchat. Snapchat's a thing. Kylie Jenner said we're over Snapchat, and I listened, and I that was like in 2018. No more Snapchat. Kylie Jenner said a lot of really actually good stuff. I Remember think when she said it was the year of realizing things. That's what I'm thinking of. It is the year of realizing things every year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you never heard that, Lucas? No. <laughs> <laughs> it is, guys. I realized so much. What have you realized? Um, I think maybe like my potential. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> what is your potential? What do you want to? What do you want to achieve? Become. Um, my dream is to live in Bedsty with two male roommates. <laughs> and you're, you're after a great start. I'm off to. A you're really crushing that. Yeah. yeah. You're you're on your way. Yeah. You're doing it. Um. Yeah. Uh. I also am like not a big fan of Snapchat, but listen to your heart. Fucking. If yeah. you feel drawn at this guy, he's showing interest, fucking yeah. go with the flow. This is something people are doing right now. Snapping? Yeah. Going with the flow. Oh, oh. sure. <laughs> I was going to say snapping. Snapping oh. is something people do. And um, <laughs> can you do that again? Yes, queen. <laughs> I think you should go for it. I think it sounds really hot and steamy. And I think if you don't like it, you can always not do it again. Yeah. That's my that actual is, advice. Yeah, that is the official advice. You're also allowed to experiment, but still decide whatever you want to call your sexuality later on. You can, yeah. you're allowed. Yeah. It's okay. We do. Some people aren't allowed. We, but we three decide and this person's allowed. We're the yes. arbiters. Yes. We're the neutral arbiters of everyone's sexuality. And more so, you guys. I would never, I would never. Do. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's much funnier oh. if it's Lucas. And Lucas yeah. said that. And Lucas said that. <laughs> this is my opinion. This is the My Opinion Podcast. But let's uh, come now to the final segment. Let's do yes, it. Yes, where we do self-perception corner. We ask our guests to describe how they believe they are perceived by other people. And then we say how we actually perceive you. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, that's an interesting question. I think people perceive me as outgoing and silly and as much as I've been teasing you about being quippy about your life, I think people see me as like a warm person. I don't know. I try to be thoughtful about my relationships and my interactions with people. I'm very, very social. Um, and I would say I'm smart. I, I think that may get lost in the silliness. <laughs> but, uh, I, you know, I read. <laughs> I keep, I, I read the newspaper sometimes. Um... Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I'm very social, and I, I think I think you can have a good convo with me. I think I'm smart. I'm with it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you hit the nail on the head with that. Absolutely. Although, when I first met you, originally, 
I don't think I understood the underbelly of it all. I was like, she's so sweet, you know, which like <laughs> is true, but it's also, but more it's also than, not. <laughs> well, I, it's like, it's more than that. You know, it's like, you're kind to others, but in a way that like is funny <laughs> as well. Um, and, um, I think I've had fun times. <laughs> I think you are all of those things. I also think you're very smart. I think you're very capable. I think you're very organized. You know how to throw you do a good seem event. Really organized. You're a very you're a very prepared, business savvy person who I feel like I have a lot to learn from. And no, yeah, I've I've had like awesome times hanging out. I just think like you're just a very you're very worldly. You know you know so much. I learn so much from you every time I hang out with you. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, you guys. Um, you've an amazing guest. Do you? This was chaotic, but you were not the reason why. Um, do you? I, well, I mean, you were kind of the reason I think why. It, <laughs> I think two, the two of us combined. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Do you have anything to plug? Yes. Um, just the show with Akshay that I'm doing monthly. Um, best night ever comedy on Instagram, and my Twitter is Saint Audrey. And yeah, those are those are my plugs. Awesome. Uh, let me see. Oh, uh, I'm doing a show uh, next week. Well, this will be coming out next week. Um, but uh, the 30, oh yes, I have a show the 30th, uh, uh, Oboe Gilmore's um, uh, Constellation Prize show, which will be fun that I'm excited about. Uh, check me out if you're in Asheville, North Carolina. I'm going to be doing the Asheville Comedy Festival in August, and then immediately afterwards, I'm going to be doing the Burbank Comedy Festival. So check me out if you're in L.A. I'm going to be going there first time in L.A. in my life. Never been before. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. going to be fun. I'm very excited. So, yeah, those are big August plans down the line. Uh, yeah, what about you? What you Come check out the next Wait But Are You Sure show, a.k.a. this Amazing show. Stanford Prison Experiment of Queerness. <laughs> <laughs> that show really is like my fever like i was watching it and i was like did i make this up to like (laughs) scare my like did my subconscious make this up to torture me it's really good it's so so good i think uh the last show we had we had a lot of fun uh my amazing co-producer claire simikowski and i um got really drunk in the middle of it and i blacked out at the end but i had a blast and (laughs) it was uh it was, uh, we won't, I don't think we'll do that element of it again, but we were like drinking whiskey because we were judges and, um, you know, we still had a lot of fun and it was great. And the next one is July 12th at 7 p.m. at Easy Lover Bar. Wow. Very exciting. Very, very exciting. Audrey, thank you once again for being an amazing guest. Thank you for having me. Thank we you will, so much. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. Thank you.